Catch us on the web at english.rti.org.tw. Thank you so much for joining us here today at Radio Taiwan International. I'm Andrew Ryan coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. Coming up in today's show, we're going to have for you Hashtag Taiwan with Leslie Liao. We'll also have Status Update with John and Shirley. But first up today, here in Taiwan. Today is Monday, March 15th, and you're listening to Here in Taiwan on Radio Taiwan International. Uh, I'm Andrew Ryan, and in the studio today we have Leslie Liao. Hello, everybody. Stash Butler. Hi there. And uh, a fantastic show coming your way. Uh, it's a very hot Monday here in Taiwan. It feels like uh, summer is just around the corner. Mm. Um, unfortunately, it also means that... Um, we're uh, looking at possibly some shortages of water. Yeah, it's yeah. not good. I saw some pictures of Sun Moon Lake that a friend had uh, tweeted out yeah. today, and it looks it looks pretty desperate. Oof. Well, Apparently, you know, I mean, you know how they swim across it. Maybe that makes it a lot easier to swim across. Yes, <laughs> I love that. Probably sil- cuts a few kilometers. That's some silver lining <laughs> thinking, man. That is a silver lining around the lake that you got there, Stash. I like that. We're going to be talking about how. Uh, they have these frogs. Apparently, nine frogs have appeared. Yeah. Not not nine any old frogs. Nine specific frogs. And we're going to tell you about that in just a moment. Also, in today's show, we're going to tell you how, uh, well, a Taiwanese street cleaner turned in a, a large sum of found cash. That's always a good thing. Mm. Uh, something else that was found is an 88-year-old woman uh, who had gone missing for five days. So yeah. we'll have that heartwarming story as well. Uh, all that and more in today's Here in Taiwan. Don't go away. I feel like we were very efficient with the uh, intro of our show today. That's yeah. the first yeah, time. That was that was under time. Under time. <laughs> uh, what's wrong? The music are didn't you okay? End. <laughs> I, I'm not feeling I'm well. Not <laughs> <laughs> Things are going smoothly today. <laughs> what is happening? Uh, uh, how was your weekend? We have some uh, fun things to happen over the weekend. Uh, Leslie, what'd you get up to? Uh, I guess the biggest accomplishment of my weekend was tackling a uh, 16 ounce steak. Oh, what? Yeah. Wait, what? eating it or cooking it? Eating what, it. Fighting it. Oh, yeah. wow. Just tackle um, it to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to wrestle your steak yeah. before you ate it? That would have been part of the challenge. Yeah. That, that probably would have helped the appetite. But <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, yeah, that was probably the highlight of my weekend. That's that's a highlight. Burn yeah. off some of those steak calories in advance by yeah. wrestling. I mean, you've got to, right? You know it's coming, so you got to yeah. work up the appetite. You're such an alpha male. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, my uh, brothers are in Taiwan, so um, they were just like, we should go get a steak and we're just like where sure. did you go for this steak uh we went to a restaurant in Xinyi. Mm. yeah yeah and it's a, like an international it's like a hollywood steakhouse that made it over to taiwan fancy yeah yeah and then they were just like you know uh, my brother david he's lives in the states but he's visiting taiwan and he's got about a week and a half left in Taiwan. Oh. So we're really doing that uh, that last mile. I'm having uh, fun imagining the Liao brothers out for steak. Yeah. Uh, this is, it seems pretty on brand. Uh, no, it's, it's, it, it absolutely <laughs> is. It was uh, it was a night out. We think we ate a combined 50 ounces of meat. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's, uh, 
Three pounds and two ounces. Three Whoa. pounds and two ounces. So that's, 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 that's probably about a kilo and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it just you and your two brothers? Uh, yeah. Wow. This is a very non-vegan conversation. Yeah, I'm sorry about this. I feel offended. I'm. I feel like a personal personal affront. All right, let's let's balance it out. Uh, <laughs> Stash, how was your weekend? What did I have? What was the most vegan thing I did? Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need to counteract. Oh, yeah. My most vegan thing I did is I went to Jiofen, uh, which is a lovely kind of town which uh, outside of Taipei, which is very picturesque. An um, old, uh, old mining town. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of looks like if you've seen Spirited Away, um, Hayao Miyazaki, yeah. uh, Studio Ghibli, then it, it kind of looks like that. Um, uh, and we couldn't find anything vegan. So I ended up having lots of edamame beans uh, at our restaurant. What? Just like a, a, a big plate of it. Edamame beans do not a meal make. Yeah, yeah. that's. For that. I mean, Andrew said it best, man. Although, if I may, <laughs> you may. Can, can I jump in on you? You on may. A, you may jump in. So, my favorite kind of hummus, which I make myself, oh, yeah. is made from edamame beans oh. because essentially they're a soybean, right? Right, right? You can actually make a great hummus out of that, and you don't even need tahini. Wow. You have uh, olive oil. Uh, some garlic, uh, a lot of lemon. I put more lemon than hummus usually requires. But if you balance out all the notes, it goes on anything. Mm. I swear to you, I was just like eating it by the spoonful. God. So I wish I was in Jofen to make you hummus. Yeah, so do I. I would have, re- I guess, entailed uh, bringing a food processor up to the mountain. Possibly would have been a bit too much. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Andrew mentions I was on a big hike. I, uh, I, cli- I climbed along a ridge called um, Stegosaurus Ridge. Stegosaurus Ridge. Yeah. Whoa! And uh, it was, it was very fun. Did it, it was... lead into Jurassic Park? <laughs> it didn't, thankfully, because uh, otherwise, yeah, I don't think some of those dinosaurs are very vegan. No, they might have uh, looked taken one look at me. Uh, you look like a tasty morsel. I don't know, actually. I'm not sure I am. I'm quite kind of like <laughs> thin. I think you could get you wouldn't get that much meat off me. Um, mm. But uh, but no, it was a very fun climb, and it was all kind of like you know as you can as you can imagine along a ridge and mm. clambering and stuff. It's not the one that has the, like the little pointy ridges on its back, is it? This, you mean the Stegosaurus? Or yes, that that's that dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. that is that oh, dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a lot of up and down across yeah, the. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a place in Hong Kong called Dragon's Tail that I think is very similar to that it's oh, a really? lot of this and then mm. there's like ocean views on yeah, the other yeah, side yeah. i mean yeah. it was really lovely so, so this was from Zhou Fen. You uh, it's it's uh to Zhou Fen basically you, we got off at ray fang and then got a taxi from there and then uh yeah well excellent yeah, yeah. yeah. That highly recommend it took about five six hours but um but it was really 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 good uh so for my weekend i was uh attempting to make a pineapple cake uh, a western pineapple cake like an upside down cake like an upside down All cake right. for feast meets west my first attempt was a vegan attempt, uh, and I apologize to vegans worldwide and to the person who gave me the recipe. I did not do it justice. My scale was broken. The battery in my scale oh. was not working. No, no, and no. And I probably put like three times as much baking powder in as I needed, and it tasted like a pork knuckle. Oh. And it looked like it like kind of looked glutinous and kind of gross i wonder how that math works more baking powder equals i don't know i don't know i'm I'm not a yeah i don't know that's what it that's all it is essentially pork yeah fortunately i did go back and revisit it uh and i used a little inspiration from martha stewart uh and i had success folks you guys will be sampling this tomorrow i I won't i won't i'm not allowed Uh, right Uh, sorry right yeah i will uh i'll be will leslie will do it for me (laughs) i will go to town on that as they say (laughs) oh that looks nice Uh, and i have a mystery uh taiwanese ingredient in there you're supposed to put maraschino cherries in there to fill the holes in the pineapples because for i think american pineapples Mm. you can't eat the core right yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. so you have to core it and ends up with holes taiwanese pineapples you can totally eat the whole thing 
So it was sort of like, well, should we cut the holes out and then decorate it like you would normally? Mm. We're like, yeah, why not? Um, but I did not use maraschino cherries. I used something much more interesting, much more delicious, much more fun, and very, very, very Taiwanese. All right. Uh, do you want to make any guesses? Um, Is it boba? <sighs> It is not boba. Oh, that's a good guess. <laughs> that, not that Taiwanese. Is it dried dates? <laughs> uh, also a good guess, but you're both wrong. Uh, oh. You're going to have to listen to Feast Meets West. Uh, we're going to be uh, featuring this in a couple, uh, couple, about a week and a half from now. Got a few comments here. Douglas North says, oh dear, here in California, we've got a lot of unexpected rain today. Sending some of that your way. Taiwan does need it, actually. Oof. Jen Dolari says, wrestling your steak is a great way to tenderize it and get an appetite. <laughs> That's a good point, but like I'm thinking, if I'm fighting, like I I don't think I could wrestle like a Holstein. The, the like question a, is, is uh, is is Leslie getting tenderized? Yeah, that's probably getting tenderized. <laughs> <laughs> just as a stampede. The tenderizer becomes the tenderized. Zero Z says hi. Song Patreon says used to love steaks, but I am plant based for for about four months now. That's actually very good. Plant based. Yeah. I will say that as yeah. well. Like plant based is saving the planet i was gonna share a steak story from the weekend and i thought maybe i'll just uh i'll keep it i'll keep it vegan <laughs> i'll keep the conversation keep vegan vegan jen delari uh, says oh my god i make a pineapple upside down cake every christmas andrew the second one looks better and jen delari guessed the secret ingredient oh and she said pork floss oh <laughs> oh <laughs> no. you know i wouldn't put no. it past some people here <laughs> i uh I've had pork floss ice cream at your behest, Andrew. Yes. Oh, did so you have I, the, 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 I, the, the, We did it for, <laughs> for Taiwan Insider. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have no regrets. That was uh, <laughs> I, one of my favorite. I really uh, like the whiskey segments. one there, actually. Really? Yeah, 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 whiskey yeah. ice cream. The whiskey was good. I mean, it was heavily alcoholic, but... Um, well, yeah. <laughs> Stevie G says, it's a night out. glutinous pineapple pork knuckles. You may have concocted a new delicacy or possibly not. Ooh, I know it tasted pretty bad. I will, I'll say if you actually do add pineapple to pork knuckles, I think that would be nom nom. Uh, they do that though, right? Nom like a roast ham? Two noms. I think so. Yeah, right. Roast, roast ham. ham. They do pineapple there on there. That's a traditional Easter offering. Mm. Yeah. At least, uh, or also Christmas as well. We do that. Mm. Um, I did notice that they were doing uh, a lot of pineapple and chicken dishes. I think AIT served up that up. Uh, pineapple goes good with shrimp. Uh, phony shacho, right? Yeah. The shrimp oh, uh, balls. Those were my favorite. Fried. Yeah. Oh. Um, a, a local Taiwanese chef. Taiwanese. Uh, pineapple beef noodles yeah i see that one that's i don't know about that one i mean i'm sure anything is possible right yeah yeah. i mean i eat pineapple on pizza so don't cancel me yeah oh Oh, the numbers the numbers are falling (laughs) they're just plummeting (laughs) all right well that is our cue to to move on right yeah we actually did lose a viewer (laughs) (laughs) oh my credibility is ruined that's the guy that does the food show on rti I think we should start off with IKEA closing its doors. Uh, yeah. So basically, the oldest IKEA in Taiwan is closing its doors uh, after 23 years. Yeah. Now, I heard you made a special visit there over the weekend, Leslie. I was just there yesterday on purpose. And uh, no, uh, well, we just had dinner in the area, holding, and, holding a vigil. Yeah, holding a vigil. <laughs> I know. Here's the funny thing: just lighting all the candles <laughs> like, in IKEA. You guys, you guys won't believe this, but but this is what happened. Uh, we had dinner around the area, and we went for a walk, and then we went to IKEA, and then that that I 
Ikea is part of a department store. Yeah. So we went all around the department store and I asked my brother, it's like, yo, should we go to Ikea? He's like, that Ikea ain't going anywhere. <laughs> we, like, I'll Ikea tell you one thing, Leslie. <laughs> we, uh, if we, I know Taipei and I know Taipei. <laughs> yeah. And then we Mark went home. Words. That's when the news dropped. They're just like, Ikea is closing. And I was like, I, oh, I just, I had no. to say to my brother, I was like, you, you just had to say something, didn't yeah, you? Oh, yeah. No. He, now, now your brother probably thinks you orchestrated it after he told you that. You're yeah. Like, like, I, just got, I just got on the phone with the IQ people. I was like, hey, can you help my brother look really bad? <laughs> Flexing that uh, Taiwan insider muscle. Uh, <laughs> if I had in- insiders at the IKEA, I would not use it to shut them down. Oh, yeah. no. I, I actually know. have an in, an in to IKEA because I have a friend who works, not at that one, but at the Taoyuan one. Does your friend do the announcements? He doesn't. No. Oh. Oh, that would be cool though. No, oh, that was my favorite thing about a queue when it first opened. I think they got the um the 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 per the woman that does the announcements at Taipei Main Station. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you guys can imitate the announcement style, but it's very unusual. It's different from any other announcements mm. anywhere in Taiwan. But there's a, a strong connection between the Taipei Main Station and the IKEA. Oh yeah, has <laughs> <laughs> wow. this like cue to it. It's right, just like right, a right, kind right. of like special way of enunciating right. the words. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it's closing on April twenty sixth oh. next month. Okay, month and, left. Um, Soon. Apparently, we just had a uh, a listener comment said a uh, said that IKEA is closing in late April. They are planning uh, to open a new one in Neihu. Oh, which is closer to RTI. Mm. Oh, but that's a. Uh, that that I mean, Nehu out there. That's where all the industrial area is. That's where the science park is. I mean, essentially, this is just going to move all the IKEAs to the the outer periphery, the outer yeah. rim, right? Yeah. Yeah. The new one opened up in Shindian near where I live right. as well. Oh yeah, the huge one. It's interesting how these stores, like the original, I believe the original Starbucks also closed down some oh, time really? ago. No, did it not? I, am I remembering this you, correctly? You feel like they could keep that open. I mean, and, you know, obviously, like, it's, like, cost-cutting and stuff, but, like... Oh, no, I mean the original one in Taipei, not the one oh, in Seattle. Oh, okay, right. That's different. Say, yeah. Okay, that's a little bit more, yeah, I think, yeah, emotional, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, definitely. Um, also, the original McDonald's is still... I mean, I know the one you're talking about because uh, I lived down the street from it, and that used to be there when I was in school here, mm. and they just shut down a lot of the McDonald's in and around there. But that's the interesting thing because... I know Starbucks just celebrated its 500th store in Taipei. I mean, in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And really? Then, um, 500 in Taiwan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot. That's so many. I mean, it's the same. It's the Unit President Group, right? They do uh, 7-Eleven too. Oh, and right. they celebrated 6,000 7-Elevens in Taiwan. I mean, that I can believe. <laughs> here's, a, here's a fun fact about the McDonald's. It's the one on Minshen. So not Nanjing. It's Minshen, I believe, oh. in Dunhua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was opened uh, 1984. Wow. February Ooh, 18th. Kind of like they kind of they've got cameras everywhere. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so did that just, big did burger that is watching you? <laughs> Douglas North says original McDonald's in the U.S. is in Downey, California. I may be wrong. Ooh. I think it's it's in Los Angeles, isn't it? It's in the Los Angeles County. It's around that area, I mm. think. So many questions. Yeah. So, so few time. answers. So little time. <laughs> That's our brand <laughs> here at, here in Taiwan. <laughs> So I think we should go into the story about uh, Sun Moon Lake and the uh, the nine frogs before we go into the two lost and found stories. Yeah. So uh, really quickly, as you guys know, we've been talking about Taiwan's having water shortages right now. It's fair to say it's been the longest drought. It's the the most severe drought in like fifty something years Ooh, mm-hmm. no. because typhoons have not 
have just completely missed the country and Taiwan relies on a lot of typhoons to really uh, reinvigorate the reservoirs here. Uh, one of the main attractions in central Taiwan is in Nantou, which is uh, Sun Moon Lake, and it's the biggest lake in Taiwan. Uh, and it's also in the only landlocked county in Taiwan, which is mm. Nantou County. And one of the things, one of the attractions there is a sculpture of nine stacked frogs. And the frogs are there to kind of like track the water levels. Mm. And there are nine stacked frogs, and uh, the f- nine frogs have totally come out. Oh. So that means... So you're, you're essentially able to see how little water there is based on how many frogs you can see. Yeah, not. and then here's the here's the more alarming part. They're just saying the um, the water is getting is so dire it's not only going to affect water supplies but the power situation Ooh. because the hydroelectric system down there might be affected because mm. there's not enough water to maintain the the energy consumption uh it's 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 alarming and then you know taipei today said they were going to sell water to down south and then but and then there's been rain forecasted but unfortunately not a lot of that rain has just been captured by the reservoirs mm. that's been needed mm. piers are closing tourist boats have been closed uh, a former in, uh, indigenous village once buried at the bottom of sun moon lake has also become visible Ooh, wow what's the village they didn't they, it doesn't say I know that that is uh, that is home to uh, one of the indigenous peoples of Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, there's a village called Idasau on the opposite side yeah, from yeah. the most touristy place, uh, and that's the Shao people, I mm. believe. Uh, but they found their way to the lake. Uh, legend has it because they were chasing hunters were chasing a white deer mm. uh, oh, wow. who disappeared, and I guess that's the formation of the little island in the middle of the lake, yeah, which yeah, was yeah. called Guangfu Dao for a while. Yeah, and they changed the name back to uh, La Lu, which is the name of that uh, that five star resort, right? That small island on the Sun Moon Lake is now sacred land. Uh, it is sacred land. Yeah, okay. yeah, you're not actually allowed to go on the island right. anymore. You can go close to it, but they they tell you to keep off of. Gotcha. It. Yeah. So I quite like the idea of measuring water level by frogs. I mean, <laughs> I feel like we should have. I feel like you know, uh, what, what, what's a meter anyway? I mean, give me like a, a concrete thing. I know a, what a frog is. A, a meter is like <laughs> is like is a hundred and fifty frogs. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Can we start? But like, how big are the frogs? I guess that's or like, the you question. Know, like, when someone asks you, like, oh, how bad is the drought? We're like, oh, we're down to we're down to <laughs> two frogs. It's a it's a oh, it's a three frog that, kind of day. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, that's that's evocative. That lets you know. Patreon Zong says, uh, "Love the show, guys, but it's getting late here, almost 11 p.m." So gotta go. Keep up the look. Good work. Love from New Zealand. Wow! Wow! Wait, how late is it in New Zealand? Yeah, I think it's 11, only a couple hours before. No, after I think. New oh, Zealand. Eleven. Uh, Eleven p.m. She said Eleven p.m. Okay, we have a pair of uh, lost and found stories. Uh, let's let's start with the uh, let's start with the cash. Mm. Uh, can you lead us into that story, uh, stash? Yeah. If I may, the stash, stash, from cash from stash. Cash, is cash, cash, stash for stash. Um, yeah, no. So it seems to happen a lot in Taiwan. I think just like people leaving money in places, and then Taiwanese people being really like super honest and just and handing that in. I mean, have you guys ever found like? cash on the street before i have not i found i mean does a does a penny no I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> <laughs> let's go with notes although actually yeah in the states you have like a, a dollar note right? i have found notes before really uh, yeah what did you do with one them? was in don park well i looked around to see if anybody was there 
and then like I, I like I tapped like three people on the shoulder. I'm like, did you drop? Oh, very honest. To be yeah. honest, now that I think about, really? it, I tapped three people. I'm like, did you just drop like this wad of cash? And the three people said no. Really? Wow. Like only in Taiwan. Was right? it loose? Was it like kind of, a, or is it like in an envelope? No, it was like loose. Really? It was just scattered. And so like I think someone was just running with money in their wow. pocket. Wow, running with kinda, money. Yeah, yeah. It running just, with just <laughs> like running with scissors. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Um, <laughs> I actually once found yeah like. What equivalent of like fifty dollars on the street? Yeah, Ooh. but it was just blowing. They were literally like twenty pound notes, like twenty twenty five dollars or something. Just notes, just blowing, blowing around. In the wind. In the, yeah, literally, people were like, the "Answer <gasps> back in London." Yeah, in oh. London. Yeah, it was amazing. You have to be careful that you never. They used to have these things where they would throw money um, into a crowd in Taiwan as sort of like a promotion for something. Oh, right, mm-hmm. right, right. But after a couple of people get injured, I think they no longer do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds like yeah. that sounds idea. dangerous. But yeah. This this um this man in Tainan, he's he was a street cleaner or someone employed by the Environmental Protect- Protection Bureau. Uh, he turned in cash that was worth. 50, nearly 50,000 NT. Wow. It's $1,700. Wow. It's a lot of money. And considering that, you know, I don't know what the kind of wages for that kind of job are, but, you know, that's easily over a month's salary, if not kind of mm. two months. Oh, yeah, yeah. Change. yeah. Two months, probably. Yeah. yeah. So that, to put that in context. Um, but he, yeah, he handed, he said, he said when he saw the money, his first thought was to turn it over to the police, imagining the anxiety of the owner. Yeah. Oh, that's very, really sweet. Very lovely. Yeah. Uh, did they find the owner? Yeah, so apparently this guy was desperately going from police station to police station being like, where is it? Doesn't say what he was planning to do with that money. Um, I don't know. It seems kind of shady to me. Maybe they should have asked. But uh, he had uh, right. he had uh, 46,000 NT plus 100 US dollars uh-huh. uh, in a marked envelope. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, so, so this, this the street cleaner, he picked up this envelope and was like, oh, okay, trash. And then, however, before it was too late, he caught a glimpse of a dollar sign and a number written on the outside of the envelope. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is uh, turning you... into a, a suspense movie. Yeah. Movie. I love it. Thriller. I yeah, love I can it. I'm just picture the moment with the dramatic music. Oh, I wish I had some dramatic music to play for you. Would you like, uh, would you like this? Whatever this is. <laughs> 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 I'm not sure oh, the right emotion. Yeah. It, it said spooky. That <laughs> is, uh, it could have been what we were really? looking for. That was a wonderful instance of rolling the dice and coming up snake eyes. <laughs> oh, there's more. It's like ten minutes, uh, three minutes long. Let's see what? Do you want to hear some more? Oh, uh, that's a bit spooky. That's a, what's what's the, what's one of those um. That, Ooh. that Ooh. instrument where you control with your hand a theremin oh a theremin oh. Yeah, that's, that's what it sounds like uh, I'm impressed Leslie that you pulled theremin out um, mm. that would have been buried deep deep that's like deep. a crossword just one of, my, uh, yeah. one of my one of my talents one of those moments yeah all right well we're gonna move on very quickly to our final uh, <laughs> final story Leslie, can you uh, tell us about the story, uh, the heartwarming story of another lost and found? Yeah, so we're going to be talking about an 88-year-old woman who was found on Sunday afternoon. She went missing for five days in Hualien County, and that's one of the more remote areas of Taiwan. Uh, She went out to go look for wild vegetables, and their family is kind of like, it's an agricultural family. So they're used to just kind of like foraging and identifying. And um, what's interesting was uh, she's 88 years old, and they say she has suffered from mild cognitive impairment Mm. so when police came up on her she was resting in some bushes and when they alerted her to their presence they were just like um what are you guys doing in my house oh no so she thought she was home Mm. and um but after that they uh because she 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 actually 88 years old she was she took a scooter out there wow wow wow, wow, wow. and they found her scooter that's 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 
Wow, that's impressive. I'm really glad that they found her. I think yeah. after five days, I would be really, really, definitely, really concerned. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah. Uh, she ate uh, silver grass to survive. What is it? Do, do you know Mang what that tsao. is? Mang Tsao. Yeah. Okay. So not, I mean, miscanthus, that's not something you really want to eat, I don't think. Um, but she uh, apparently that's what she said, what they ate, what she ate. Yeah. And then uh, she was using the bushes as shelter as well. So she, five days, and they wow. found her. Wow. I don't know if I could survive five days out in the wilderness, Probably to be honest. Not, eh? Yeah. Well, anyway, that's a good uh, good story to end on. We want to thank you for joining us. For Here in Taiwan, I'm Andrew Ryan. I'm Leslie. I'm Stash Butler. <laughs> See you soon. Fruit market in Tel Aviv to a fish seller in Taipei. The people of our world are working hard to make a living. Are you listening? Tune in to the sounds of your world on Radio Taiwan International. Hello and welcome to Hashtag Taiwan. I'm your host, Leslie Liao. This week on Taiwan Insider, we were talking about things that made Taiwanese people quirky. And this week's episode of Hashtag Taiwan, I found a story that is pretty quirky. Before we begin, I have a question for you. Do you have a long name or a short name? Uh, how do you even measure how long your name is or how short it is? Who's to say? In Taiwan, people's names are typically made up of three Chinese characters. Well, in this week's Hashtag Taiwan, we're going to be talking about a taxi driver from southern Taiwan who changed his name to a 25-character name. And it's not just a name, it's a full-blown sentence. Uh, this really turned some heads online, and this certainly cocked my eyebrow. So this week's Hashtag Taiwan, we're going to be talking about the longest name in Taiwan. Without further ado, here we go. We've talked about people's names on Hashtag Taiwan before, but I've got another one for you this week. And boy, is it a doozy. Now, you might be asking, what's the doozy? Is it the name or is it the story behind the name? Well, you're just going to have to judge for yourself. Let me give you a little background information. People's names in Taiwan are typically made up of three Chinese characters. Take mine, for example, Liao Tang Lei. Liao is my family name. Tang is my generational name. Every male in my family who is in the same generation as I am has Tang as the second character of their name. Finally, Lei is just my me name. Sometimes, a person's name will be only two characters, and that's considered relatively normal. Heck, four character names also pop up here and there. Anything past four characters, and it's likely you're indigenous, like Gulas Yotaka, or cabinet spokesperson Kolas Yotaka, who's a Mis. But the person I want to introduce to you today is not indigenous. Meet 47-year-old Huang Xinxiang. Oh wait, I'm sorry, that's actually his old name. He actually now goes by... Huang 
At 25 characters, that is officially the longest name in all of Taiwan. And by officially, I mean it is legal and legit. The name means Huang Dalan is the blessed dear sweetheart of the god of joy, god of fortune, god of misfortune, and all other gods. Now that ain't no name. That is a full-blown sentence with nouns, verbs, adjectives, the whole kit and caboodle. Huang said that he changed his name because he believes invoking the various gods will bring him good luck. But he also said he included the god of misfortune because life can't be all high points and you have to be ready to ride out the low points too. Huang said though that he'll just be going by the first three characters of his name, Huang Dalan, in public or on social media. Buddy boy, you try and put all 25 characters of your name into Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg himself is going to show up and ask, Is this some kind of a joke? Huang's name is so long that when household registration staff issued him a new ID, they had to write his name in by hand because their system just couldn't handle that many characters. Can you imagine what it's like when this man goes to a coffee shop and the barista has to call out his name when his order is ready? What about when he goes to the hospital and it's his turn to see the doctor? I have enough trouble remembering names as it is. I hope I never meet this guy. I would tap out. And that was our hashtag Taiwan for the week. What you think about that story about the longest name in Taiwan? 25 characters. I don't think I would be able to pull off a 25 character name. I don't think I'd be able to write it out correctly on any of my documents. Anyway, what you think of that story? Do let me know. Get in contact with me. Go into Facebook and hit us up at Radio Taiwan International or Taiwan Insider and send us a message or leave a comment. I am the one that uh, checks out those messages, so whatever you send us there will get to me. If you're not much a Facebook user, you can also find us at YouTube at RTI English. Leave a comment and check out our many news feature videos or our other Taiwan Insider clips. They're all really great fun and we spend a lot of time producing them. And as always, leave a comment because I'll be there to respond to it. Anyway, guys, that's all the time we have for this week. Until next week, stay safe, stay happy, stay healthy, and I'll talk to you again soon. See you around. Hello there, you just tune into Status Update. I'm Shuri Lin. I'm John Ventriest. And I'm Stash Butler. Yes, we've got an additional uh, member here. Maybe you're going to be a new addition Who to the knows? Team. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. So, well, it's good to have Stash with us on this program as well. It's good but, to be um, here. Yeah. So, anyway, this show is where we read your letters to us about programs you listened to uh, in the past week. And then, you know, you leave us comments and let us know what you think about the, uh, the, the transmission and all that kind of stuff. But before we get to your letters, we're going to update our own status here a little bit. So, Stash... We just realized you're quite a singer. Yes. Well, I'm. I'm not really. I'm not really a singer. Is the thing. I've just kind of um, 
I, I, I play I played musical instruments when I was younger. I mean, I still do. Which ones? Well, I grew up playing piano, but then I, I, I transitioned very, um, I took a very a sharp left and uh, and went to drums. So I played drum kit. Oh. Um, but then from then I, I, I've, I've done a bit of singing. Um, and yeah, and I'm now, uh, I'm part of a kind of performance group here in Taipei, I guess. And uh, You started? Uh, I, I didn't start it. I, I, I joined it. Um, but but we're, I'm now, I guess, a sort of founding well not a founding member actually i was about to say that but it's not true um but we are you can pretend we won't know the difference yeah, exactly we you would guys, not know the i difference. can tell you anything i like and you're gonna lap it up no uh i uh no so we're putting on a show we put on kind of a monthly show uh they're all different but this one is a musical it's called um putnam county spelling bee oh i've heard of that you've heard of it i think it won some tony awards so it's the first time the group is um, putting on a musical it's not actually we, okay. we we did another one um uh which was a kind of uh, a horror it's kind of a comedy it was a, it was a parody version of oh, um rocky horror picture no, show not, not <laughs> a rocky horror picture show what was it now i uh, would love to see stash in that uh, <laughs> cabin in the cabin in the woods is that what it was called i forget oh, now huh. it feels so long ago um it's it's oh. that cult horror film i think it's called cabin in no Okay. Um, but it involved it's kind of like you know everything you'd expect lots of sort of zombies and chainsaws and that mm. kind of thing but no we're doing this Spelling Bee uh, musical and uh, I sing a fair bit in it and uh, wow yeah it's it's interesting you're the uh, main character I'm not the main I, I'm, no it's, it's fairly kind of evenly split thankfully I actually um, I, spoiler I, I'm the first person to get out in the Spelling Bee um, so the I'm, worst speller. I'm what well, I mean. Yeah, you, you have to come and see it, listeners. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you all about it another time. But you sing the word. <laughs> the uh, you don't have to sing the word. We're not singing the words. No, um, but there are multiple songs. But yeah, so I, I've, I've been. I sang then, and then, uh, and then I sang also another time when I was uh, more recently in the karaoke taxi, which, if you follow our other shows, yes, uh, was, Insider. was quite a ride. Um, mm. I heard it was. A, you did some Mulan. I did some. I think that's a go-to song yeah. for me. I don't know. Do you, what, what are your? You don't really. You're not really a fan of KTV. They don't have enough Aretha Franklin or like. Oh, wow. They don't have enough like English selection that really lets you. That's the it, thing. It depends where you go. I would only like pick Queen. English songs. Yeah. I don't know how to pick Chinese songs because I never know the names of the Chinese songs. Oh really? You're, yeah. You have a pop music show. How do you never know the names <laughs> of Chinese songs? I don't memorize them. Don't, oh really? Just yeah. kind of goes in one head. You know, and actually, if you guys been following in. my music show, I actually you know just pop these songs at random. It's not like you know of my favorite singers in right. Taiwan mm. because I kind of like you know depending on what the theme of my show that it that day oh, is. I see. I find the songs to that theme, so I could through. be playing some oldies from way back then before I was born or I right. could be playing some kids song or I could be playing depending on what the topic is anyway well, yeah. so anyway there's not enough Queen or Aretha Franklin for <laughs> me but or Amy Winehouse that's I mean, another good one have you been to EST oh. there's a, a small place it's just um, it's literally kind of like basement it's not Ooh. really because I, I mean I've never been to one of these like fancy big fancy KTV places where you know you have a room and yeah um, I tend to find I only go there for the food I'm, yeah. whenever I'm invited <laughs> I just end up eating a lot I, I hear I hear they're very expensive they're, they're Delicious, yeah, yeah and delicious. <laughs> there's a huge selection. Well, no, there's there's one I go to. It's north of here. I get no, sorry, south of here actually. Um, but it's uh, EST, and it is essentially just sort of a, it's kind of kind of a dingy basement. But um, Ooh, but, great advertising. <laughs> but but you can you know it's BYOB. You can bring your own drinks and I, I believe food, and it's pretty cheap. 
and they have uh, actually oh. a very good like English song God, selection. Oh, the English selections are not great. I know they're usually not. No, that this many. one's good. I mean, really? I, I've I've not Gotta struggled. Go to this place. Yeah, I haven't. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, there's been a few occasions where I'm like, why don't they have that song? But m- most of the time they have it. So mm. you'd be surprised. Oh, I I'd recommend. I it. think we should do that. You know, yeah. it's been a while since um, so an our, the English service. You know how I, I I it's always been me who try to you know get um some of the ex-colleagues of the English service to get together with us mm. have a we dinner have or something has been let's go for years. KTV yeah, yeah that could hey, be that would be a great idea that could descend into some real <laughs> I, could get, I could get messy very quickly <laughs> oh. well it's um, so how did you find the taxi though the taxi it was it was tricky uh, in the end he actually so this man Tu Ting Liang actually has uh, he's kind of a, a local celebrity in Taiwan and he um, uh, he has a Facebook page um and you know, and a Facebook account. Uh, and he's I, like about what forties, fifties. I'd or say younger? he's in his fifties. He's he's got a granddaughter. Oh, um, okay. And he he says, yeah, well, so he's he's got an account, and uh, you know, I I contacted him because, you know, Andrew came up with this idea, and I was uh, I was like, okay, well, this is in the morning, and I kind of started messaging him around noon, mm-hmm. um, but I wasn't getting a response until I realised that my friend had actually been in his taxi before uh-huh. oh. and because she had been in his taxi she'd added him as a friend on facebook so she could had a more direct kind of you had an line. inside I had source an, i did yeah and Connection. so yeah and so i think he he saw her message and then he saw my message and then he responded oh yeah. so was it that night like <laughs> it was that afternoon i mean actually wow. I, I say in the in, in the video um he arrived half an hour early um and it was i was actually having a nap <laughs> and and I, but I was kind of aware that he could arrive at any point, and then he called me. I saw sort of like drifting in and out of sleep, and uh, and said, "I'll be there in five minutes." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so if you look at the video, I think there is actually one point. You know, when like you fall asleep on a sofa or on a bed or something, and you get the kind of like there's like lines on oh, your face. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had I had I have like one of those sort of like <laughs> lines. Um, because I'd literally just woken up, but uh, but it was it was very fun. Now going back on this musical you're going to be doing, what's that? Talk more about that group. I mean, yeah. it's all foreigners in that group. Uh, there it's a it's a mix. I mean, um, we have uh, yeah, I guess mostly there's a we've got a Taiwanese member Woody, but we're mostly foreigners. It's English speaking. There's a significant overlap. There's eight of us, um, but we overlap a fair amount with a different group, which is an improv group, okay. um, which is a bilingual improv group. Um, so I think four or five of the members of our group are also members of that group. Okay. Um, Improv is in like, okay, give us a suggestion of something you, you might, you know, uh, pick, pick yeah. something from the hat. Exactly that kind of it, thing. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, which is which is impressive. And you know, and is it, what, what I find very impressive from a kind of a, a language learner's point of view is that there are people who are you know non-native speakers. Well, from um, in both languages, doing that, doing improv in in the, in their non-native language which i think is terrifying Uh, yeah yeah, that could be (laughs) all right so we're gonna go and hear you sing yeah we got to do that you said next saturday (laughs) um yes yes next saturday is there dancing are you yeah is there a tap there is there's there's no tap dance sadly uh i there is an uncomfortable amount of dancing given that i'm not really a dancer of what genre um just stage just just kind of stage you know i mean as 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 our as ben our kind of director said we're not dancers, <laughs> um, so we kept, we kept it as simple as we possibly could. Yeah, singers, okay. Yeah. All well, right. Even wow, that, we're not really... really singers either. All right. Well, I can't wait. 
Okay, so well, I say we get to our listeners' letters. All right. And um, yes, we always, always, always love to hear from you and just uh, you know to find out what programs you listen to and what you think about them. Now, if you're someone using paper and pen, our address is PO Box one two three dash one nine nine Taipei Taiwan. Or if you're a Philistine like myself and prefer email, you can reach us at rti at rti Of course, we've got a Facebook page and a YouTube channel as well, and we'd love to see your comments there. So go send us one today. And you know what? I think we got this. Oh, I love this card. It's a New Year card. I know it probably got here a little late, but look at that. Aww. You know, it's a, like tropical beach. You know, kind it's of like a scene. Mojito. And, yeah, <laughs> with a coconut on the side. You know, you get some coconut juice, and oh, this is just beautiful. Who's and it then from? Um, it's from, and I do remember him, Richard Chen of Trinidad and Tobago. He is uh, a, a pretty faithful listener, but wow. haven't heard from him in a long while. So okay. it's really good to hear from him, Richard. So um, the card just simply says, well, on the on the front, it says best wishes for the new year. I love this card. And inside it says, sincerely wishing you all the happiness that a prosperous and successful new year will bring. And it says to Radio Taiwan International English Service, have a COVID-free 2021. We're working on it. <laughs> We're, doing, yeah. We're doing our and, best. Right. And it says, yours truly, Richard Chen. Thank you so much for the card. I love it. Okay, John, what do you have there? We've got a letter here from Howard Barnett writing to us from the UK. And this letter is dated March 11th. It says, Dear Sir and Madam, today, Thursday, March 11th, 2021, I turned into your radio station via the internet. When I listened to your 49-minute, 54-second-minute broadcast, and with it was heard with excellent reception, apart from a short piece, which was a bit quiet, otherwise it was good, you had a simpo of 45555. What I heard first was the program here in Taiwan, which talked about the following. First was about food, mentioning bamboo and eggplant. The next item was about the different colors of face masks. There was an item about travel. Then there was the program Hashtag Taiwan. This program discusses China's ban of pineapples from Taiwan. The next program Highlights also talked about the ban of pineapples from Taiwan to China. Lastly came the program In the Spotlight. This was an interview with an electronic engineer from Singapore named Brian Holm, although he is originally from Taipei, Taiwan. Would you please send me a QSL card along with anything else you care to send me? This would be very much appreciated. Sent to the address above. Thank you. Yours sincerely, Howard Barnett. All right. Well, actually, that was Brian Ong. Yeah, W-E-N-G. Yeah, he was great. I've got a letter here from, what's his name? I have it at the end here. It's Brian Newell, who I believe is a, a regular of yours. Very, yes. yes. Um, received on the 12th of March. Uh, he says, Dear RTI, I appreciated just the classics featuring Taiwan folk songs, nonsense children's songs, and many songs that were once banned. Those nonsense songs seem to be more appropriate than ever in this ever-changing world. <laughs> uh, he might be right there. And Natalie interviews Diane Sovereign from AIT on the Academy for, uh, for Women Entrepreneurs, mentioning the pressures women face balancing work and family expectations. Uh, he says it brought to mind the phrase, a man works from sun to sun, but a woman's work is never done. Uh-huh. Mm, I, I like that. I haven't heard that <laughs> phrase, but it's very, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it sounds Apropos. very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> um, with International Women's Day uh, just passed, we salute the work of all at RTI, both men and women, and the extra time each of you put in to making programming interesting and enjoyable. He says, best wishes from Logansport, Indiana. Uh, and he says he listened to In the Spotlight on March the 7th with uh, Shirley, uh, Brian Ulm in Singapore, mm-hmm. talking about Stripe. Um, That's the name of his company. Right. Uh, his Yeah. And then classic shorts on the same day with Natalie talking about Wang Wei, who's a poet and painter, writing a letter to a friend 
uh, who's uh, in retreat studying the classics. And that comes to us once again uh, from Brian Newell in Logansport, Indiana. All right. I've got one here from Mikio Kohara of Osaka, Japan. Um, it looks like uh, he listened in on February 17th. Well, we only just got the letter today or recently. Um, he listened in at 15320 kilohertz. Simple rating was 34333 uh, to 34222. And um, so it looks like he listened to the news where there was a talk about the new WTO head, former Nigerian minister. Oh, I remembered reading his saying his name because I was on news that day I can't say it now um, Okonjo Awela I think promises fair treatment for Taiwan Taiwan with free trade and regulations for Trans-Pacific Partnership the last day of the Lunar New Year holiday travelers drive safely and then uh, there was uh, oh, a special um, edition of the Chinese New Year Encyclopedia and then he also heard here in Taiwan talking about the Chinese New Year Chinese play gambling uh, Mahjong a song celebrating a rap style New Year song uh, lucky color red is considered auspicious. Then um, Taiwan Insider talk about the Chinese New Year and the zodiac. This year is the ox. The characteristics of the zodiac year, the relationship between the zodiac and the year of birth. And in brackets it said noisy. Maybe he had some interruption in the in the uh, transmission there. Then talk about Chinese holiday again. Um, talk on infectious status of the new coronavirus relations between Taiwan and the U.S. after President Joe Biden. Under comments, it says this was a February monthly report and the condition of the way was fair to poor for listening. This time in the first half, I was able to listen to what was talking about. But in the second half, it became harder to listen and there were occasional NHK World Japanese Service interferences. Still, I enjoyed the topic of Taiwan's New Year. Next, the temperature in Osaka was 16 degrees yesterday, which was about the same as in April. It rained uh, yesterday to today. It would have been snow if it was originally colder. It's forecast to be cold this week, but it's unlikely that it will be below freezing. So it may not be possible to see snow anymore this winter. I will continue to listen to RTL English Service. Thank you for the service. And well, thank you for your letter. That was, again, uh, Mikio Kohara of Osaka, Japan. We've got a letter here from India, this one coming to us from Sanil Deep. It says, greetings from your longtime Indian listener. Hope your New Year festival has ended in with full of joy. Attached is my monthly report to your station, which I hope will be useful to your engineering department. I'm sending herewith the two reception reports for the month of January and February of the English service, and would appreciate two QSL cards. And it says, your new frequency of 9405, dropping 6185 kHz, is performing well at 1600 hours UTC and coming here like a local station. That's pretty good oh, wow. for shortwave. Uh, this is the best for the time being. Every country has started vaccination quickly in order to eliminate the pandemic from this earth. In my place, Calicut in Kerala State, vaccination has started for people who have completed 60 years and above, 45 years of age, who are, if they have health problems. Hope the same position is in your country too, and hope to have a bright future for mankind in the coming months. Let us wait for a future with lots of happiness and love among people. While I am still enjoying this jukebox republic with a wide variety of songs played every week and well presented, making listeners happy. Though through the status update program, I am able to hear some regular listeners from all corners of the world who are still enjoying shortwave. Not only will this create a relationship between the broadcasters and listeners, but also peace and harmony between listeners from all over the country will be maintained forever. And he sends a photo with this dating back to 1990 with his old radio room. And you can see an old pennant from our station, previously <laughs> known as it was then as Voice of Free China, hanging on the wall. Wow. Uh, hope you will like it. 
And uh, he has a question uh, with a fairly straightforward answer. What's the highest story building in Taiwan? That's Taipei 101. That's right. <laughs> Our landmark uh, here in Taiwan. Yep. And he also requests uh, a reply. So we'll make sure to get one going your way. Uh, that comes to us once again of Sunil Deep from Calcutta, India. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Status Update. And we still love to hear from you. So make sure you write us and let us know what programs to listen to and the condition of listening. So our address is PO Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Our email address is rti at rti.org.tw. And please do, do go and check out our Facebook page and YouTube channel and leave us a comment telling, letting us know what you think. All right. Until next week, I'm Shirley Lin. I'm John Van Triest. And I'm Stash Butler. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw. Our 60-minute English program can be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 6185 kHz. In South Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199 Taipei, Taiwan. You can also email us at rti at rti.org.tw.